position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 117 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this, oh, this dark day in the history of American democracy. Well, at least for me and others who, oh, for at least half of America, uh, this inauguration morning uh, is being recorded on Friday, the 20th of January, 2017, 7.33 a.m. Pacific time. That would make it 2017.01.20. Um, let's get straight to our top stories. We have a lot of stuff to cover, and we're going to try to cover it pretty quickly. Uh, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth says hello, and is, what's it, why are you shaking your head, Ivor? Oh, yeah, the very quickly, yeah, every time we, uh, we have a tendency here, a long and vaunted tradition of every time we say, this will be a quick little episode. Um, how often does that work out, Ivor? Yeah, exactly zero. Let's have some whiskey. Ivor's also holding up the whiskey sign. Seems to be the only useful thing that he does. Ah, depending. Mmm. So, uh, let's get straight to our top stories. Um, first of all, in a, uh, not related to Linux gaming news at all, I'm in the balls deep depths of doom, despair, destruction, and awesomeness, horror, cataclysmic entertainment, etc., known as, 
uh, AVN, which is the uh, the what do you call it? It's not the Oscars of porn. Adult Entertainment Expo. Even though how you get that out of AVN as an initialization or acronym is a long story that I am not prepared to deal with, but uh, suffice to say, the last, since Tuesday has been basically balls deep of insane, insane uh, 16-hour days uh, more or less at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino um, here in Las Vegas uh, covering this fucking madness um Yesterday I was ill, so I have to make up for the lack of the lack of uh, content. I I was supposed to actually yesterday was a a photo day. I was supposed to get images yesterday, get great art for our stories, our picture stories. Um, and I was violently ill all day, uh, so I didn't even get down there. So today I have to make up for it, but we are soon to be done with it. It is a this year it is a fitting compromise to be able to or be forced to cover uh, not forced because it's it's after last year my first year was last year and after last year I discovered what a carnival of fucking madness it is <coughs> simultaneously as entertaining and titillating and exciting as it is absolutely nauseating horrifying and disgusting in every way it's it's awesome it's 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 really cool, but this year especially, it gives me not just the chance, but the opportunity and excuse to legitimately skip having to watch any election coverage, any inauguration coverage, any coverage of the inauguration, which should be kicking off at any moment, uh, like I said, 7.44. So, <clears throat> that eliminates our first two top stories, inauguration and AVN. AI, well, we're clicking along, eh? Um... This week, I wanted to do a feature this week, but AVN, as I mentioned earlier this month, you know, column is on hiatus until the end of January. Um, and basically all super hardcore um, major features have kind of gotten bumped by AVN. This is a huge workload. It's a lot of... It's a lot of time on the strip, and if you live in Las Vegas, you know that you only go to the strip either for a paycheck or at the behest of hot bitches that you can actually fuck, also known as well, let's say also known as relatives, <laughs> visitors from out of town and uh, dates that's it, otherwise you avoid and it's 16 hours a day on the strip, it's a fucking carnival of madness, so I'm gonna suspend not suspend, I'm going to avoid doing the feature that I had previously planned, I had thought to be done with AVN by this morning, fortunately as a, due to yesterday I'm not, but I do want to catch up and let you know that we are going to catch up with um, the advancements and developments in the VR, virtual reality um, not, not, not the porno aspects of it, although that is clicking along quite well. To the infamous one, if he's listening, um, we've we've had arguments about uh, the uh, validity and uh, what do you call it, the um, traction that VR, this iteration of virtual reality with um, the Oculus Rift and uh, the HTC Vive and uh, etc. Just in general, not even specific to Linux, um, 
we we've gone into arguments about uh, the amount of traction, how legit it is this time, and me being on the oh no, it's going to be sold in Walmart within the next eighteen months. Um, with him being on the side of no, it's just another fad, another bad iteration of VR. No, it's not, and I knew that it wasn't, and I keep forgetting to bring this up. Although it's difficult to bring it up in mixed company to a technically minded audience, um, I was absolutely certain about VR this time last year at AVN when I saw how many major studios, major and minor, independent um, all the way up to like the big 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 fat cats on the food chain um, in the uh, pornography industry at large um, have thrown their weight behind virtual reality and aren't just um not in a token way, but like in a humongous way. And this year, after browsing the catalog and seeing the exposition floor, um, which includes the adult, um, the Avian Adult Novelty Expo. Anyway, we I promise not to get into how you get um, Adult Entertainment Expo out of the initialization of Avian. But um, anyway. You can rest assured that wherever porn goes, so goes the rest of technology. At least historically, that's been, you know, the what's the internet for? What's what's the internet for, Ivor? Oh, the internet's for whiskey, you're right, and for porn. Um, and this year it is virtual reality is exploding. It's not it's not even exploding anymore. It is exploded. Um, it is the biggest fucking thing at AVN second only to uh well never mind uh so anyway and there's been major developments since uh since we last visited with our HTC Vive the stat the state of Steam VR meaning the state the status of uh VR on Linux as well as OS VR and Open VR open source virtual reality and uh Open VR as well as Steam VR and the Steam clients' uh, use of uh, VR on Linux and their plans for it. Um, so we'll be picking that up again, hopefully next week. But um, oh, and also OS VR uh, has been adopted by, um, not been adopted by, but uh, OS VR now technically runs with Steam and lots of lots of developments, uh, including the the first consumer grade. Um, virtual reality headset that is uh that's uh OSVR compliant and not a um and not one of the major players anyway we have lots to talk about in terms of that and uh just a note uh about two months ago there was and you know when I read this initially I was like okay fine you know I've waited a long time let's not you know jump on this with both feet on the podcast uh, but there, there, Steam there's been official word as of November from Steam that uh, Linux support will be added to Steam VR finally within the quote next few months um, that was of course these are the next few months we are living the next few months as of now and it has yet to appear um, but enough enough stuff has happened there have been enough major developments uh, especially in terms of the way all of these things complex interactions and etc 
in the world of Linux uh, that next week we're going to do a big, 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 big feature on uh, VR. A state of the VR, a state of the union for virtual reality. And then uh, finally in our top stories, this week we have uh, our feature is a review and we are going to be reviewing a fantastic um (laughs) it's difficult. Okay, so this is, well you'll hear later on, but uh, when I come back from the future to tell you about it bring you up to speed um later on it is a f- game, it is a side-scrolling platformer with a premise unlike any other uh, that I've ever played. Entirely unique. Uh, we are going to be reviewing uh, Super Time Force Ultra, which uh, came to Linux uh, in August of 2016, but which we missed. It didn't get popped onto any Steam list or anything that we saw. Uh, this last 10 days I've been playing it, and we are ready for a review. Um, so, there we go. Uh, I want you to hit him with the new and noteworthy or with the truck. I'm going to have the whiskey. I was a North American fall when were in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Mmm. So, our first title this week uh, in our new and noteworthy is a game that we're... I haven't played it yet, and I, I don't know if I'm going to actually end up getting it. Uh, although I'm sure eventually I probably will, because it does look very interesting. It's called Monumental Failure, and we'll let them explain it to you in one of the most hilarious voiceovers ever. Um, this side of... What was that game? Soulcaster 1 and 2? The one with, like, the fuck you Baltimore, more or less. Right, Ivor? It's something like that. This is like the second funniest uh, voiceover ever. Monumental failure! Hey, hey, check out this game! Nice. Play it with your friends! <laughs> I don't care. Play it with your mom or your granddad. Competition! Who's <laughs> better at making the monument? <laughs> Wear the winner's crown! What's a good victory if you can't rub it in? Cooperative! Work together! <laughs> Sabotage! No, it's the joke you're working together! Bah. We've got hats! Monumental failure! Get it now! <laughs> oh, it was difficult. I was I, I, I was gonna try to do what I normally do is describe what you were seeing there. Like where okay so <laughs> that voiceover, the quality of that voiceover is not due to the podcast, not due to reproduction issues in the podcast, at least I hope not if Ivor Molina, crack engineer Ivor Molina over there has been doing your fucking job, motherfucker Um, so, anyway, Monumental Failure uh, builds itself as a historically and then in parentheses, in out of parentheses accurate, so it's in, like it's accurate but it's also inaccurate a historically inaccurate accurate, physics-based monument construction simulator. The game empowers you to recreate some of the world's most impressive architectural feats using incredible and hard-to-believe construction techniques. Um, and I and by that, like, you know, like, okay, well, how the... F- These... And from what I've seen in the videos, those range from, like, you know, using... Um, you know, building ramps and stuff, like, for the pyramids... 
uh, like, you know, more traditional and, um, what do you call it? Not traditional. Uh, the simpler construction techniques from, you know, the ancient world that were actually hypothesized to be used or known to have been used all the way to, like, flying in parts of the pyramid on giant gliders and shit. Um, it has, like, split, it has multiplayer in it. I'm not sure if it has online multiplayer. Let's see. Single player, local multiplayer, local co-op, shared split screen, full controller support. Yeah, so there is no online multiplayer. That kind of sucks. But, uh, Monumental Failure, uh, so far the reviews have been positive. Nine reviews came out January 17th, 2017. Go check out the video. I just, let's hear it again. Scary Wizard presents... Oh, this is the other video. Thank you, Ivor. Monumental failure! Hey, <laughs> hey, check out this game! <laughs> Play it with your friends! I'm not sure if, if, <laughs> if the developer was recording this, like, on his iPhone at, like, a distance of, like, a hundred yards or so, or, or, uh, or a or hundred feet in a men's bathroom in a bus stop, or, uh, or if he's just a psychopath, it's awesome though. Well, I don't care. Play it with your mom or your granddad. Play it Come with your mom. I will make a note. Big, we got a flag. Play it with your mom. Wear the winner's crown. What's a good victory if you can't rub it in? Cooperative. Work together. <laughs> Sabotage. No, it's the joke, you're working together! <laughs> we got hats! Okay, so anyway, that's Monumental Failure. It's $9.99. Um, it looks really cool, and it's it's like a... It's all in 3D. Um, I might actually have to get this. Just, just, just to support the madman behind that voiceover. So anyway, that's Monumental Failure. That's no, that's our first new and noteworthy. Oh my god, we are already running long, aren't we? Um, up next we have, uh, in our new and noteworthy, we have Try Hard Parking. Ivor, does this have any good audio? Ivor, that's your job, Ivor. It's giving me this look, like, what, how am I supposed to do? Dry hard parking is a uh, demi-isometric fixed three-quarter perspective 3D game in which you have to get um, drive a car across horrendous obstacle courses and park it in a designated zone. So kind of like Crazy Taxi, but without traffic and with um, more more obstacles. It's in really good 3D. Um, I've had problems with my controller in try-hard parking. Otherwise, I would have a more intelligent and informed um, opinion on this, because everyone says that it's really, really good. It's it's all about, like, crazy taxi-level degrees of, um, of uh, tightness in the controls. Like, it's super, super tuned. Uh, it builds itself as the hardest and most rage-inducing parking game in the world. That's quote-unquote from them. I don't know why they're who they're quoting in that 
or why they put it in quotations if they're quoting themselves, but the hardest and most rage-inducing parking game in the world, navigate crazy obstacle courses in pursuit of your holy parking spot in this 1980s arcade-style driving game. Uh, came out January 3rd, 2017. So far, the overall reviews have been positive, 31 reviews. It looks pretty. I I have just had a hard time getting it to, to work with my gamepad, and it does not seem like the type of game that you... It's it is not the type of game that you want to play on a keyboard um, at least my opinion, but uh, it runs great uh, looks pretty, and uh, that's Try Hard Parking T-R-Y-H-A-R-D P-A-R-K-I-N-G which is a dollar and 99 cents just like the models alone for like the DeLorean kind of thing that you start off with in the first level and the actual like level elements are worth you know, way more than well. Anyway, I'm I'm prejudiced in that respect. But a dollar ninety nine makes tryhard parking something you should probably look into. The controller controller problems I've had hopefully will not also plague you. Um, and then finally, in our new and noteworthy, just as a kind of a note, because like one of the games that has been in development the longest that I've ever since I've been following games on Linux. Um, is Overgrowth. O-V-E-R-G-R-O-W-T-H. And Overgrowth has been in development and early release and beta and early beta and alpha and testing and etc. and featured in uh, briefly in, in, in several documentaries about independent gaming, including uh, briefly in um, Oh God, what is the name of that fucking movie that I really like? Indie Game the Movie, I think, is the name of it. Um, the one that, that chronicles uh, the development uh, mostly of Super Meat Boy, which is a fabulous fucking movie. If you're at all interested in independent game development or the game industry, as it was kind of, um, it's a fascinating, fascinating film. Uh, they mention it briefly, they mention Overgrowth briefly in that movie, along with Minecraft. Overgrowth has been in development for an eternity. Uh, so much so that it's one of those games that's been in development for so long that every couple of years, it resurfaces and I have forgotten the name of that game. <laughs> so, if, if you're in the same position, Overgrowth is the um, third-person, multiplayer, uh, expansive worlds um combat, martial arts combat emphasis game where you play a ninja rabbit um anyway just as a a note Overgrowth is now finally in beta which is insane (laughs) it's been like eight years of this fucking game, but they're still working on it and it just hit a new landmark, evidently according to the developers. It's now in beta. Um, I, I don't know. I, don't, I was looking at me like I'm insane. I, I don't know. I, 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 you're right. Maybe, maybe I am just losing it. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah, January 17th. Overgrowth is now in court, according to their Steam page. On January 17th, they posted Overgrowth is now 27% off, beta launch on Steam Early Access. So there you go. Um, it is an expensive game, but they're still working on it. Uh, overall, the reviews have been mostly positive. 2,450 reviews. It is not finished yet. 
Uh, recently, mostly positive, 89 reviews. I booted it up for like a second this morning, and uh, yeah, plays looks better um, than it ever has before, and uh, they've polished out the interface. That's all I basically saw of it. Um, but Overgrowth is now like uh, rapidly approaching or is rapidly exceeding all bounds, limitations, and over-under bets for the longest possible fucking development cycle, development time. There's not even a cycle here, because it's just an endless line. Um, and at this rate, now that it's in beta, we have uh, yet another landmark so we can put the amount of time in perspective. Um, so judging using this as a landmark, judging by 2025, it might be finished. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's overgrowth. Um, which builds itself as a third-person 3D action game that allows you to leap and climb through sprawling levels as a ninja rabbit and engage in intricate and brutal combat with a variety of weapons and enemies still very much in development, so while the mechanics and features are mostly in place there is, oh, and their little Steam store blurb got cut off so cheers to Overgrowth alright, so our new and noteworthy were um, Monumental Failure Try Hard Parking and Overgrowth, congratulations for constantly supporting Linux and being a product of independent developers that I mean it's a beautiful game for, especially for being independently developed and for being so ambitious so Ivor why don't you hit him uh, bring him up to speed get him into our feature this week which is a review hit him with it Ivor don't fuck no press the button in accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. So, our review this week, we are reviewing... Oh my goodness... That's right, Super Time Force Ultra. So, once upon a time, I know I've ranted about uh, Max Payne many, many, many times on this show for various different reasons. One of the things that I wanted most from Max Payne that no game has ever presented the user with the ability to do, Max Payne allows you to control time, essentially. That's what the whole idea of bullet dodging is. So as a and as and as a single player game, this allowed you to you know experience the sense of um, matrix like invincibility, but also knowing the consequences of failures in your strategic decisions as you use this power. But what it did not let you do was ever see a replay, which is something I wanted so badly, and you couldn't even do screen captures the way, uh, it sounds crazy that you couldn't do a screen, you couldn't record video from a video game back then um, easily without setting up a camera to your monitor. It was just ridiculous. (laughs) You know, pointing a camera at your monitor and recording that, that's how you got gameplay footage of your game. But anyway, so as you control time, you know, like you're leaping and, you know, going into bullet time and you see all these tiny little details of like all the little um, buckshot spray from a guy's shotgun as it explodes out your barrel or as you unload Uzis or as, you know, 
uh, bullets whiz by you in endless clouds and yet you seem to you know blah blah what you could not see in Max Payne was getting a replay of the level without the time distortion to show you the player what a badass you must have looked like had you been outside of Max's time warps so if you would so you never got to experience the overall visual quality of Max tearing through a level from the perspective of a non-distorted time scale the likes of which you know the enemies the NPCs would experience would have hypothetically experienced Max as do you understand what I'm saying? Because, like, as a player playing the game, you can slow down time. Die roll through the door. And then time is, you know, back to normal. Well, you just kill 15 people or whatever. Um, what? But you've never gotten to see it from any perspective other than Max's own distorted, time distorted, you know, um, slow motion view. I always thought it would be so cool, um, taking a page out of a game that Joe Jokimon Kendall and I remember very fondly. I, I think he probably remembers it very fondly. The original Driver, um, which was a game for the PlayStation 1, I want to say. Um, which allowed you, after you completed, it was a driving game, but after you completed a mission, it'll, it, it had saved all of your actions in that mission, on that map, and all of the NPCs' um, actions during that mission on that map, and then it let you save that as a replay, but even better, it let you drop cameras and insert edits that were specific it had like a video editor inside of it but even better than that not only did it have a video editor it let you drop cameras add cameras shift cameras I think it let you and it let you jump to specific cameras too so if you wanted to you could have like just the whole generic chase camera blah 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 blah. I always thought it would be awesome if Mad Max or Max Payne had at least the opportunity to see the entire level that you just beat without the slow motion video effect and with, you know, maybe static cameras placed at strategic um, points, you know, just so that you could see everything and, you know, like Resident Evil style um, geography based cameras. So, how, how does this relate to our game, our review this week of Super Time Force Ultra? Which is not a 3D... Ma- which is not a game that is in 3D, third person, has nothing to do with uh, Max Payne, Mad Max, or driving. No. Super Time Force Ultra is a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer with a distinctly 8 to, you know, like the the new modern faux retro 8 to 16-bit style with a lot of um, advanced arcade improvements circa 1998 in terms of like the way um, it does fake manipulation of uh, sprites in 3D environments but those are later on and those are the exception not the rule. This is a generic two-dimensional side-scrolling shooter blast em up like uh, very much in the vein of of Contra um, That's I just read, I just happened to as I was queuing up the uh, Super Time Force Ultra um thing I happened to notice that someone I don't remember who said 
is like, you know, the update of Contra. It's not the update of Contra, but it's very much in the vein of Contra, Metal Slug. It is a side-scrolling shooter um, in that in that vein. You're on foot. It's like Bro Force. Very similar to Bro Force. But here's the deal. Oh, yeah, and Linux support got out. Yeah, okay, we talked about that. Here's the deal about Super Time Force Ultra. When I first booted it up, and I can't believe I just said booted it up. I, I've said that several times on the show. I try not to. But I am old as fuck. So I'm old as dirt. Mm. But then they invented dirt. And so, you know, I don't seem quite as old. Anyway, um, I, that makes no sense. Anyway, so when I first downloaded it, booted it up, fine. It's, I was basically totally underwhelmed. Um, the game is not stunningly beautiful. There's not a lot of, um, what do you call it? Um, great art from a technical perspective or from a pixel trash perspective. It looks fairly utilitarian, very comical at first, but it looks kind of plain Jane and bam, you're in the tutorial after you get the premise the the story based premise and you inter- you meet you meet uh, the main character more or less. Bam! You're in the tutorial and the tutorial. I'm so glad that I did not just turn off this game because the tutorial is equally visually unimpressive. But the way that all the dialogue it's it's not um a slow game especially getting started it's not slow but it is very funny and with a lot of really good um uh text based very fast uh dialogue very short very funny very very funny very witty um with a character that is at least interesting enough to look at that you're like ah maybe I'll give it a chance then you're in the tutorial and the tutorial takes about like I don't know, probably took me about 15 minutes and it's not until about the 12th minute of the tutorial when the tutorial begins to get kind of challenging a little bit that you have your first inkling as to what the actual understanding the premise behind the play mechanics of Super Time Force Ultra that you actually get one over a little bit it doesn't win you over entirely but it does keep you playing long enough to get the 20 minutes into your brain necessary to actually understand how complicated and brilliant the premise behind this game is it's really not until you beat your first real level and the the game suddenly shows you at first you feel like you're hallucinating because the second you beat a level it automatically begins playing you a replay of what you just did in that level from the perspective of what you know the enemies would see and experience you as because here's the deal with Super Time Force Ultra by the way this is all totally this is me from the future coming to you telling you about this game filling you in I know this sounds kind of completely impossible to comprehend. It is incomprehensible. Don't worry, you will comprehend it later in the present, which is not until 
later, which is why I'm sending this back to you now, to the past. Um, Super Time Force Ultra is a game about time travel. And it's not a game about time travel in, uh, in like a highly vaunted, um, not, not highly vaunted, in a very highfalutin fucking, uh, you know, theoretical, conceptual kind of way. We're not talking about like, you know, uh, killing your par- own parents or marrying your mother or, um, what's the one major paradox that's actually like, uh, there's a multiple universe theory, um, where you're your own grandfather or whatever the fuck. It's none of that. It is all of that and much more, but it is not that type of game. And it plays with those ideas in the same way that Back to the Future kind of plays with those ideas in a, you know, it it's pretty... It breaks its own rules only in moments to just make a point of like how funny it is to break its own rules from a story perspective. And the story doesn't really matter that much. The story is very good, though. And it's hilarious. Hilarious throughout. Smart and witty, but this is not a game about the story. This is a game not about theoretical physics, not about the theory of time travel. This is a game about the real nuts and bolts, guts and glory of having the ability... Excuse me. I know, Ivor, you're supposed to fucking grease this chair with your heart and soul, and it's just creaking like a motherfucker. Super Time Force Ultra is a side-scrolling shooter about that gives you the power to roll back and advance time in a level up to the point where you either geographically you've gotten the furthest or until the last point at which you've died or to the, yeah, there you go the reason why it's called Time Force is it's a single player game but in this single player game when you rewind or advance time which you do by pressing the B button and then left trigger or right trigger um, and you can do so at any time each time you stop time to manipulate time it uses up a time credit, I can't remember what they're called but it's like a time credit and you have like a limited number of them at the start of every level. Um, and you could find more in a level, uh, blah. But the, the deal is, you have a team of I, th- I can't remember if you start off with five or six different guys or four guys or whatever. You have these four different characters. So at the very start of a level, you pick your first character. Let's say it's the generic um, general use guy who just sprays like a big bullet shotgun effect when you use him, when you charge up his charge shot. Okay, fine. So you go through the level as far as you can until he dies. Then you press B and you rewind time. But here's the thing. The power of time force is that the actions of each individual member are not rewound when you rewind time. It's like a delocalization of time when you rewind or advance time or manipulate time. It's you picking an insertion point for the next instance of either that same guy or another member of the team. Meaning that the first guy that you, all the actions that you took in that first quote-unquote life or whatever, as, you know, that one character up until that, 
up until the point where he dies, those will continue happening even if you rewind all even if you were to rewind all the way back to the beginning of the level and then insert another character behind him is ghosted this other guy whose consequences and everything will and, and actions that you that you made will continue to happen exactly as they happened before only now you're controlling a different guy and they're now merged under the same time timeline they're now merged into the same reality so for instance in now yeah is this complicated yes it is in fact it's such a complicated premise that it wasn't until literally after i had spent an hour playing it and beat my first level and then saw the replay which doesn't tell you now we're going to show you the replay the game just shows you exactly what you just did but as the enemies would see it so what the enemies see I'm just giving you a hypothetical example here it's not even that hypothetical it's exactly more or less what you will see instead of one guy starting the level let's say you rewound all the way back to the beginning like 17 times well bam there's 17 including all the members of the time force multiple iterations of them all of them with their supreme firepower when you have 18 copies of one guy um, firing on the same position an enemy, an otherwise indomitable boss who would be impossible to kill with such tremendously high defensive capabilities, well when he's facing 18 guys instead of one guy ba-ba-bam, he's 18 times easier to kill, now all of this so it's mind-blowing and fantastic because after you beat each round you get to see in one shot without the rewinds and without any pauses or any of the artificial manipulations that the player gets to experience as he plays through the level you just get to see the totality of the vision that you have created that let you beat the level now the other cool thing about Super Time Force Ultra is that each level is timed so you're not just fighting against um uh, the fact that you have a limited number of rewinds generally speaking you have more than enough to get through any level uh, and, and which accommodate numerous different ways of getting through uh, most of the levels in terms of like strategy you know some people uh, may like to go all the way back to the very start of the, of the level and then try to you know carry a character as far through the level until they die so that like the overall force of the surviving characters previously ultimately become an exponential weight that totally makes the level faster and reduces your reduces the um, risk of running enough time other people might just want to surgically insert and rewind time to get at a specific character because every character has um, different abilities and you can have mul- more of the same character at least the first time through the game um, you can have as many of them as you want but it's better to use the character's abilities to full effect anyway um, ultimately though if you run out of time on a level if your time expires that's it you have to start the whole level over again you lose all the progress that you made in terms of like deploying your guys and all the edits more or less you can think of them almost as edits that you've made into trying to complete the level now all of this gets really wacky and hilarious 
And you really kind of have to see it to believe it because ultimately what happens is as you get better and better at the game and as you go through these different time periods, I'm not going to tell you the premise of the game, like the actual story premise, but because uh, there isn't enough time to really go into that uh, considering that Ivor's holding up the time sign telling me that we were running out of time and there's no time like the present to just tell you that uh, you in the past, because I'm sending this to you from the future so you can get up to speed when it's finally when now at last arrives for me here, which is later for you but, you know, it's already the past for me again. I mean, it's difficult to catch up with time. Time is a complicated thing. In the mortal words of Einstein one of my favorite uh, quotes from Einstein, most people think a time runs in a straight line, very much like a river, but they're, they're wrong. It curves back on itself much like a figure eight and we must be cautious for if we leave too early we shall arrive too late. Um, but anyway, Super Time Force Ultra, as you get better at manipulating this whole premise and construct, and as you wrap your mind around it, and as it wraps its mind around you, um, eventually what happens is in most levels, to beat the level, you have to create this insane, visually overwhelming, catastrophically incomprehensible bullet storm fucking symphony of minimalist drop-in repeat um, chaos uh, that's very similar to like, you know, composition, um, certain compositional um, constructs for 21st century classical music um, or 20th century classical music uh, not serialism, but so much as as uh, although serialism is fine, actually, yeah, sure, you could say some, but it's really minimalism, where you just have like one span of fifteen seconds, okay, and then you're dropping one element, one little motif, one little small musical idea, and it's gonna repeat, and you're just gonna keep working with that loop, adding small elements until finally it just sounds like this insane either chaos or comes to a point of unity or disunity is tonal, atonal, like a storm or static or completely thematic um, and lyrical, whatever it's composed the same way and it is almost impossible to determine the, uh, what do you call it the uh, theoretical and formal underpinnings that belied the composition process from its inception without understanding the idea that this was all composed in the round although there's a famous piece which I hate and you should not go listen to but I've heard it live I've heard it perform live um, you know with a 30 piece fucking ensemble called In C which starts off with a pianist playing uh, a small uh one bar um, one bar passage which happens to exclusively be um, A4 and A5 C, C on the piano in eighth notes and then they go around and improvise and keep going around and improvise instrument to instrument building off of and repeating off of whatever the fuck the other person has added to the round. It becomes a nightmare. That is what you build visually out of 8 slash 16-bit glorious, glorious carnage. 
in Super Time Force Ultra. Now, which is why initially it doesn't look that great. That's because what's going to happen and what you're going to build out of it and the carnage that you're going to create is going to be so humongous. <laughs> if it looked any better, it would, I mean, it's already imp- almost impossible to keep track of what's happening. Um, you know, once you get to the middle of the game where you have to actually really, really deploy the chaos and bring this, you know, the strategery, as I used to say, to anarchy, who was a girl, um, who is dangery. But all that's in the past. This is, this is, the past too for me, but the future for you is Super Time Force Ultra. Now, our final verdict on this is uh, the game ultimately is kind of shortish in like overall length to beat it one time, and you're not going to really want to beat it the second time, even though it does unlock a very much more difficult um, version of the game with other uh, what do you call it? Um, other unlocks to uh, the gameplay that that significantly change and um, enhance, I guess, the vanilla experience. But by the time I beat the game, I got you know, I, I it's much harder the second time around um, because it introduces a kind of a pseudo permadeath concept, but also introduces um, a super hyper powered up. Um, iteration of your characters that you can selectively use um, anyway uh, but it's very very difficult and by the time I finished the game the first time around I was totally in love with it and the story is just fantastic and hilarious and the character characters that you meet or that you have met once you're you know after, after all this becomes comprehensible to you when you're in my past instead of me being in my past which is your present which is trying to get you up to speed with the future and you're just I mean man but don't worry you'll get there and you'll understand I promise you um, by the time I beat it the first time I did I was pretty much done with the game which is a very satisfying feeling uh, to, and the difficulty curve is perfect throughout you can beat it in almost three sittings, maybe two sittings. I tried to beat it in one nine-hour sitting. Um, since I've only played it for seven hours, though, but that doesn't take into account um, the time distortions that uh, you know, after you... Anyway, you'll understand that too once later on when you're you know, when you're back in my past instead of your future. Um... So even though it's shortish, you don't get tired of the game, except a little bit. You're kind of ready for it to end, and it ends fantastically. I mean, it really brings this premise to complete fruition in absolute fucking symphonic, cataclysmic, visual, non-disappointing, satisfying, um... Tremend- what, what, what did they say about the, the um, Dark Knight Rises? Someone, one critic said, brings like, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy to a satisfying thunderclap of a conclusion. That's the end of Super Time Force Ultra um, in terms of gameplay. Um, and the concept itself is absolutely brilliant. Uh, and its execution, the concept in terms of like 
the fundamental underpinning of how you beat this game and like what the premise is as to how you play this game is entirely unique um, and excellently realized because uh, you could see I mean it's a very it's almost impossible it's almost an impossibly it's almost impossible to wrap your head around just listening to someone talk about it um, it's almost impossible to understand seeing video of it it's almost impossible to understand after someone is explaining it to you in like the tutorial as you play it um, it takes about 20 minutes after the tutorial before you the light goes on and you're like oh wait a minute this is fucking brilliant um, and then one final thought about Super Time Force Ultra um, is that uh, it's entirely unique in terms of, I don't think I've ever played uh, any other game that plays with time this way, first of all. i played with other games that play with time, like Super Hot, and other games that, you know, in various different, either theoretical or play mechanic ways, or story-wise, play with time. But this gives you fine-grained fucking psychotic control over time, in a way that I've never even read. You can't read a novel that's based off this premise and that's one of the funny things that you come to realize about halfway through the story um, it's entirely unique and it is fabulous Super Time Force Ultra is also $14.99 I can't give it by virtue of that expensive price and the fact that it's an older game that only recently came to Linux I have a hard time justifying giving it our highest you know, Best Links Games podcast highest possible award which would be that it is worth full price at um, $14.99 but it is a fantastic game and if $14.99 isn't going to set you back too much if that's like a negligible amount of money, negligible um, comfortable expense for your, for your entertainment budget for this week and you really like side-scrolling platformers or you really like innovative game design and you kind of like side-scrolling shooters um, or if you just like shooters at all or if you just like time travel, or if you want to laugh your ass off playing a video game, um, Super Time Force Ultra is is fantastic, and I don't think that there is a way... Wait, let me check. Yeah, okay, so this is me again, back from the future, um, back into your past. Yeah, I've just tried every possible way. Uh, I don't think that there's a way that uh, the developers of Super Time Force Ultra could have brought this concept to a better, more fabulous um, and sublime execution, resolution and uh, as you'll soon discover um, if you want to catch up with the rest of us you know, you'll understand uh, the journey is fantastic, even though you're just beginning it as you end it, which is, you know later on, but that's all for the future, and there is really no time like the present to go give this game a look. Uh, so that's Super Time Force Ultra. $14.99. Came to it's fairly new on Linux. Um, check out the check out some of the videos, which will not help you understand the game. Um I'm gonna our video of the week this week will be a, a Tumblr upload of a video I took with my iPhone. Spoiler alert, it is the very end of the game. Maybe I have another... You know what? 
I'm gonna do my best. If I have to make a different video, I'm not gonna show you the very end of the video game because it's just incredible and it's something that you should get to on your own. So we'll we'll have a we'll have a dolphin safe video of the week of Super Time Force Ultra for this week's best best links games podcast. I'll get to it uh, sometime uh, in the next 24 hours. I have to finish up AVN, so it won't coincide with this episode's immediate release, but. Um, now, for me, which is later for you, because this is my past, and we're talking about your future, even though, for you, that's later, which is now, to me, almost, but still, you gotta get with the time, gotta get with the times, and we are running out of time, so we're gonna just... Go, so that's our, our review for Super Time Force Ultra, which brings us, of course, to everyone's favorite segment, The Deals, uh, which we're just going to rattle off like, I am the video model of the Model Major General. AI of War, Sans Music. Okay, we got four great deals for you. First off is Super Hot, speaking of time traveling, and Tree, Dude, Tree, Dude, Dude, Tree, Dude, Tree, Super hot now through January 24th is 33% off at $16.74. So jump in there. Get with the tree, dude, man. It's super. I say super. You say super. I say hot. You say hot. Super hot. Now say it together. Super hot. There you go. Super hot. $16.74 now till January 24th. Nation Red, N-A-T-I-O-N-R-E-D, which is a top-down, um, very, very pretty, but not a great game. Um, fully 3D, uh, kind of templatized, but great graphics. Not the greatest gameplay, but, but it's a zombie horde. Just the zombies come at you in a horde. Um, and you have different characters. Uh, how long can you live? How many can you kill with bosses and stuff? It's, uh, you know, I haven't played it enough to really make up my mind about it, but I do know that now through January 23rd, there is absolutely no reason for you to skip out on just fucking buying Nation Red and trying it yourself. Cause it's a beautiful game. Negative 75, er, it's 75% off January 23rd. Nation Red, a dollar and 24 cents. Then, um, a side-scrolling platformer that I got this morning and have not played. Uh, it looks like Indiana Jones, um, the side-scrolling platformer iteration of Indiana Jones, kind of Pitfall Harry-esque. It's an older game. It's called La Mulana. L-A space M-U-L-A-N-A. I was kind of underwhelmed. They only gave it five minutes just to see if it would run. La, Mun- La Mulana. It's a very popular game. It's an older game, but a lot of people like it. Now, through January 23rd is half off at $7.49. One of the reasons why I've never talked about that game on this show before is that it's been very expensive and has not looked that visually overwhelming. I'm going to give it a chance. If, if it's awesome, you'll hear more about it in subsequent episodes. But speaking about a game that I know for a fact is awesome, as reviewed on this show about two months ago, Shadow Blade Reload. The one of the two preeminent ninja games in existence, uh, and one of the two best side scrolling platformer, uh, ninja games ever made. It's actually up there, uh, in, uh, Shinobi, Legend of Kage, uh, Ninja Gaiden kind of territory. It might be even better than aspects of those games, but, uh, 
absolutely one of the two best side-scrolling platformers on Lin- available for Linux next to Mark of the Ninja and, you know, blah, that's it. Shadow Blade Reload now through January 23rd is 70% off at $4.49. Get your ninja on. So just to just our titles to recap, we had Super Hot, Nation Red, La Mulana, and Shadow Blade Reload. And no, it's not Shadow Blade Reloaded, it's Shadow Blade Reload. I'm off to uh, structure my, have breakfast, structure my coverage for Avian today before I head down to the head down to the strip in about three hours. Oh my god. Cheers, thanks for listening. We will have a huge virtual reality feature next week and, uh, you know, get on it I mean, it's almost too late. You're almost out of time already, but there is no time like the present, especially when, you know, you are out of time or running out of time. Check out uh, Super Time Force Ultra, and then now or later, depending on when I get to it and when you get to it, more importantly, uh, I'll upload a link to a video of Super Time Force Ultra that might help explain it a little better to you spoiler-free sometime this weekend um, and also speaking of time travel if you haven't seen not just time travel but this whole idea of iterating over a certain um, of creating an event of creating a, a track of behavior and then being able to move seamlessly within it and add things to it even as that same track continues to recur if you haven't seen Edge of Tomorrow it's not it, it's not the movie I thought it was going to be, it's not about what I thought it was going to be and I've seen it twice in three days, it is a fabulous movie, Edge of Tomorrow came out uh, a couple years ago, last year, something like that um, fantastic Chicks with Swords, but for now the internet is for porn, Ivor why don't you hit him with it? It'll be our last time this this month. Uh, cheers. See you next week. Thanks for listening. The internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. What are you doing? Hey, hey I think this is porn. Porn, porn, porn. A good idea. Tracky. Oh, hello, kid monster. You are ruining my song. Oh, me sorry. Me no mean to. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please, being quiet for a minute so I can finish. Okie dokie. Good. I'm glad we have this new technology. For porn. Don't keep fucking saying that to me! For porn. Oh, sorry. From your own desktop. For. You can research, browse, and shop. Until you've had enough and you're ready to stop. It is I, E.B. Farnham. The internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. A good idea. Hugging me, horn to porn, porn, porn. That's gross. That is a fact. Pervert. I like you. I'll get you a drink. Oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh. What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. Good evening, pricks. <laughs> internet is horrible. Sorry, Kate. The internet is for porn. I masturbate. All these guys unzip their flies for porn. Porn. The internet is not for porn. Flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. Ew. The internet is for porn. A 
good idea. Grab your dick and double click for porn. I hate men. I'm leaving. I hate the internet. And wipe your hands. If I see a smudge, I will have you destroyed. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.